Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the RL Football Report, the podcast covering all things football at all levels. My name is Ryan Ketchum. This is going to be another solo episode. We do have Chris Ramirez, Bill Jones, and Larry Sanderson, part of our four-man team. They cannot join me for this recording session. We also have Scott Alexander, special guest, who is on a couple of episodes. We will be hearing their analysis of Super Bowl 57 in the coming days, but I just wanted to get back with you guys a week after the Super Bowl and go over a few things. Uh, I'm currently filming this on February 19th. It's a Sunday, exactly a week after the Kansas City Chiefs were crowned Super Bowl champions against the Philadelphia Eagles, 38-35. to So let's get right into this. I mean, fantastic performance we saw out of Jalen Hurts in the loss. I mean, great job right there by the Eagles quarterback. They should be surrounding this guy with as many weapons, as many key players as possible. Obviously, this team I thought was stacked. I thought they looked good, especially on the offensive side of the field. The defensive side of the field, they looked good this entire season too. I mean, 70 sacks on the year. They had they had great um, what defensive line. They had great linebacker play. Pretty decent secondary as well. But the secondary did get exposed this season. I mean, putting up what uh, right around 40 points. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys did against them um and they they had a a few slips in their secondary throughout this season and in this game obviously you could see that I mean there were a few uh Patrick Mahomes runs right up the middle even with a bum ankle able to get 20 plus yard carries on them Travis Kelsey was out in the loose I mean you can't really guard Travis Kelsey that's one of the toughest guys to match up with in the NFL but I mean, that defense, it didn't look as strong as we were led to believe throughout the season. Um, one thing that I do want to point out as well in that 38-35 to 35 victory, I mean, sure, that defense might have not stepped up too much on uh, the Philadelphia Eagles side, but obviously the Kansas City Chiefs also getting exposed. I mean, some big runs right there by Jalen Hurts, too. We'll go through some of the biggest plays. I mean, um, you guys obviously saw that uh, pass to Devontae Smith deep down the field from Jalen Hurts setting up the final touchdown of the game to be able to tie things up at 35 apiece. It was a designed run by Jalen Hurts and then a designed run to uh, go up the middle as well on the two-point conversion, uh, able to convert that. Great job by Patrick Mahomes in the offense, able to move the football down the field. That was one of the big runs that you saw of him uh, just willing his way down the field. Looked like he was going to be hobbling up after injuring it earlier on in the game, but um, he kept strong at it, Patrick Mahomes, that is. I mean, we saw some great play by Isaiah Pacheco, the uh, running back there. We saw, what, some big dump-off passes. As That was the first touchdown of the game for the Chiefs, I believe. Uh, a nice pass to Travis Kelsey. Uh, we saw the defense step up with a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Um, props to Jalen Hurts, though. Uh, I, I believe it was the next drive right after the fumble um that was returned for a touchdown for the Chiefs. Uh, it kind of just slipped out of his hands, a bounce off of his leg um, there. But uh, on a fourth down to five, I believe that was the next drive. He took it himself, and he got around a 20-yard gain to be able to set his team up in better field position. So great job by him. I mean, we saw some other big plays on special teams too. Uh, we have Kadarius Tony, who had a 65-yard punt return. Uh, at a pivotal point in the game as well, 
<clears throat> that he was able to uh, what a, set a Super Bowl record for that punt return too. That's the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. The Chiefs just props to them. I mean, they showed what they've been doing the past couple years. I mean, two years ago when they made a, another long run. I mean, coming back uh, from ten points down. I mean, they were they were down at uh, twenty four to fourteen at one point, and then. Um, just just coming back each time that the the Eagles would score, then they would score, and then obviously able to step it up on defense and able to narrow down the lead to a uh, a victory right there. And then they, I mean, they had the lead what twenty eight to twenty seven, and then obviously able to win this one thirty eight to thirty five. So props to the Kansas City Chiefs of staying in and, and not getting down on themselves or anything when they're down. I mean, they they stayed true to who they are. Now let's get into the stats a little bit. I was mentioning Jalen Hurts, a great game. He had 11 incompletions. He had 304 passing yards, one passing touchdown. The big stat here, though, is three rushing touchdowns. I mean, he was fantastic in that game. No no real run support from him. Kenneth Gainwell went seven carries, 21 yards. Miles Sanders, seven carries, 16 yards. Boston Scott, three carries, eight yards. Um, no other running back was able to get more than three yards per carry. Jalen Hurts, though, three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. That is the most for a quarterback in Super Bowl history and tied with Terrell Davis from the Denver Broncos in most rushing touchdowns in Super Bowl history. And he's a quarterback. And he did it with some big runs, too. And he was marching down the field. These designed runs they had for him. Great offensive line work. Uh, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey and company. I mean, Lane Johnson showing that he's not really that hurt as well. Um, He obviously did come back from an injury uh, to be able to play in the playoffs. Um, But great job by him in moving the ball forward too. And uh, being able to do that, what I just saw a report out here that he underwent surgery for adductor surgery um right after that it should be a 10 to 12 week recovery uh, that he's going through so um just great to to be able to see him uh back he missed the two final games of the regular season then uh he returned in all of the uh eagles playoff games so um, definitely good to see the guy, you know, step up when it matters most too. But once again, that was Super Bowl history right there by Jalen Hurts. I mean, Devontae Smith had a great game, seven receptions, 100 yards. A.J. Brown had six receptions, 96 yards. Um, what, there was a deep pass, uh, right around 40-yard pass, a little bit more than that from Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown early in the game as well. Uh, He was connecting with all his receivers, uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, the tight end out there, also making some work, six receptions, 60 yards as well. He had himself a good game. But going to the Super Bowl champs, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he had a good game as well, only eight incompletions, 182 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, He was forced to stay in the pocket a little bit more as well with that ankle injury and go through his progressions. He was fantastic out there. Uh, Obviously, he still made things happen with his feet. He had six carries, 44 yards. Uh, There was that one right around 20-yard gain that he had, as I mentioned, on that final drive that was a pivotal moment. So great job putting his body on the line and, and being able to get those yards. Isaiah Pacheco, I mentioned earlier on in the episode, 
15 carries, 76 yards, one rushing touchdown. Travis Kelsey had a great game, six receptions, 81 yards. He had a touchdown as well. Juju Smith-Schuster coming up, seven receptions, 53 yards too. I mean, just great performances that we saw here by uh, this team, by the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, They had two sacks on the night. Um, Still able to get decent pressure on Jalen Hurts as well, but... Just great job by the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Uh, One thing, though, that I do want to mention, Patrick Mahomes. uh, I read this stat off, I believe, in the previous episode. But since Kurt Warner did it in 1999, uh, being an MVP to win the Super Bowl, nine straight Super Bowl, uh, actually nine straight regular season MVPs who made it to the Super Bowl, that is, lost. Patrick Mahomes able to break that streak this year. Literally, it was a streak that went back all the way after the 1999 Super Bowl uh, where Kurt Warner and the St. Louis Rams, greatest show on turf, uh, was able to win that Super Bowl. Then when he returned as uh, regular season MVP um, against the New England Patriots, they lost, and that's when that started the streak right there. So Patrick Mahomes able to set Super Bowl history with that one. But moving forward, obviously, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe a lot of people are going to be having the Chiefs as one of the top teams going into next year. I personally, I'm going to call myself out on the podcast. I believe uh, some of the other guys on the podcast as well um, made a similar a similar call earlier on in the season. I thought the Kansas City Chiefs would not be as good as they were. I thought Tyree Kill would have accounted for a couple of games. I still think I had the Kansas City Chiefs towards the top of the AFC West, but I I thought they would lose a couple more games. I thought I thought Tyree Kill would have that big of an impact. I didn't think a Juju Smith-Schuster would be able to fill in. I, I didn't think uh, Valdez Scantling would be able to fill in. I didn't think these guys would be able to fill in that slot, and Patrick Mahomes would be able to manipulate the offense a little bit, even though he didn't have that deep ball threat that we had of Tyree Kill. And props to him. He did a great job. I mean, with all of the one having a, an opinion that, Maybe he wouldn't live up to the standard. Maybe, you know, that would affect the offense. I mean, he showed that it definitely did not affect the offense. And he came out here and he showed exactly why the Kansas City Chiefs are one of the best teams. And obviously this season, the best team in the NFL. I mean, props to them winning two Super Bowls in this short amount of time as well, uh, representing the AFC the um, West in the AFC championship game uh, for so many years straight too. I mean, congratulations for the Kansas City Chiefs and having this success. But moving forward, I mean, moving on to the next year, I mean, a lot of changes have already happened. I mean, we're looking at this quarterback carousel. Who knows where Derek Carr will land? Who knows what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Who knows what's going on with these other quarterbacks in the NFL? But looking around, we have a lot of coaching changes i mean one team that we've just been talking about the philadelphia eagles are going to look a lot different next season i mean they already lost their offensive and defensive coordinator jonathan gannon who is the defensive coordinator is now going to be the new head coach of the arizona cardinals so big news right there a big loss for the philadelphia eagles shane steichen as well is going to be the head coach for the indianapolis colts he was previously the offensive coordinator for the philadelphia eagles so a lot of 
switch-ups we're seeing with some of these top teams, even a team that just went off and put up a great performance. I mean, what, I believe this is the third highest scoring Super Bowl in Super Bowl history. So, I mean, they sure put up some numbers. Uh, maybe Jonathan Gannon, you know, defense coordinator going to the Eagles, uh, maybe didn't have his best game uh, with the defense out there. I mean, going up against one of the best offenses in the NFL, though, and the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be tough. Uh, but going through some of the other changes. I mean, Frank Reich is going to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I believe we already went over that a little bit. You got Jim Schwartz, who's going to be the defense coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. Just going over some of these big names. I mean, Brian Schottenheimer is going to be offensive coordinator over with the Dallas Cowboys. Going to be interesting to see what he does because with the Seattle Seahawks um, last season, I mean, he had a, a great time with Geno Smith and actually had that offense working pretty well where we had Geno Smith in some early MVP conversation after Russell Wilson. We all thought that the Denver Broncos won that trade and you had the Seattle Seahawks that weren't going to do as well. But obviously, Brian Schottenheimer really stepping up, doing well. We have D'Amico Ryans, obviously, a head coach over that, the Houston Texans that we talked about a little bit. Kellen Moore, though, with the Los Angeles Chargers. That's going to be interesting to see. Offensive coordinator over there. Used to be with the Cowboys. Um, I really think that's going to be good for Justin Herbert. I, I think that offense uh, needs a little kick into shape. I mean, we're really going to see if Justin Herbert is on, on that next level of quarterback, that next top tier of quarterback play. We're really going to see if he's able to live up to that standard where I think a lot of people think he can be or predict that he will be. So going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Mike LaFleur, uh, offensive coordinator over for the Los Angeles Rams, used to be with the New York Jets. I mean, great job that he did with the New York Jets. I mean, they were out for a while there. And then, uh, what, before the injury to uh, their main running back for um, – well, for the New York Jets, Brees Hall, before he went down with an injury, I mean, he was playing fantastic ball. You had Zach Wilson out there, and then when they made the change to Mike White, I mean, he just kind of rolled with the punches. Mike White was having a great season out there for the New York Jets, and then obviously after some more injuries, then it was a toss-up, and then they kept losing every game, but... I mean, Mike LaFleur really had to deal with a lot of punches this season, and he did a pretty great job um, with managing that. So Mike LaFleur going to be with the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, they need a little pick-me-up after Matthew Stafford injury, Cooper Cup injury. Uh, you have some changes with the offensive line after the Super Bowl winning season, Andrew Whitworth going away and a few other pieces. So uh, obviously last season, they didn't live up to expectations. Everybody thought that after winning the Super Bowl, they'd at least make the playoffs or at least make a little bit of a run, um, but not even making a run in their own division. So uh, definitely going to be interesting to see what they're able to do out there. Miami Dolphins, they have Vic Fangio, used to be with the Broncos. Definitely a good defense with the Broncos. The offense couldn't even hold up anything this past year. So going to be interested to see what uh, the Miami Dolphins can do. And uh, who knows what's going on with Tua Tagovailoa and uh, if he's able to have a great season. But would definitely be good to have a, a decent defense on the other side or a, a good 
defensive coordinator be able to hold that up. Brian Flores, who used to be the defensive coordinator, actually the head coach that is for the Miami Dolphins, going to be defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Just a, a few of these moves that we've been seeing. We talked a little bit about Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator over with the Jets was a head coach for the Broncos. I mean, he was on the hot seat, especially with what he couldn't do, I guess you can say, lack of better words, with the Denver Broncos. I mean, everybody was calling for uh, him to be removed from that position after week one of the NFL season when he didn't call a timeout and he wasted about 20 to 30 seconds off of the game clock and then ended up kicking a field goal after not giving the ball to Russell Wilson. So, I mean, uh, a lot of question marks with those moves. So it's going to be interesting to see what Nathaniel Hackett can do with the New York Jets. He is having an uphill climb, though, because he's going to be replacing Mike LaFleur, uh, who had a pretty good season as offensive coordinator. But some of the other big moves, I mean, we talked about this a little bit. Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I mean, used to be, obviously, with the New Orleans Saints. My apologies had a few years off, was an analyst, and now is going to be the head coach for the Denver Broncos, that is. Uh, we're definitely going to see if he's able to bring the best out of Russell Wilson. I mean, we saw what he was with uh, Drew Brees and how how much he could pull out of Drew Brees and how successful that that duo was for the New Orleans Saints. is going to be interesting to see if they're able to duplicate that, to see what Sean Payton can do. Uh, there were even rumors Uh, going around as well. It was reported by Fox Sports Jay Glazer that Rex Ryan interviewed for the defensive coordinator position. Now, we've seen what Rex Ryan can do as a head coach. I mean, with the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, he brought a Mark Sanchez and Darrell Rivas-led New York Jets to the AFC Championship game. I mean, he had a great uh, crew there. I mean, uh, I believe he was even a, a coach with uh, uh, what Baltimore Ravens when Shannon Sharp was over there. Uh, obviously, Shannon Sharp was on the offensive side, but uh, you got guys like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, so, some of those big names that he had a control on the defensive side. And uh, all these guys always talk about how he was a defensive guru and how he is such a great defensive coach. I mean, the record speaks for itself as well. You saw what the New York Jets defense even did to a guy like Tom Brady uh, during their matchups uh, when he was with the Jets, and you saw that he was able to lead them all the way to the AFC Championship game. So uh, definitely going to be interesting to see if they are able to pull off that move. If they pull off that move, I mean, I'm already saying the Denver Broncos are going to be a better team next year with those moves. I think Sean Payton is going to do a much better job. Um, He already knows how to manage a game. He already knows how to win at the highest level. He's already done that. He's proven that. Rex Ryan uh, knows what he's doing as well on the defensive side. He knows what it's like to be able to uh, work with some of these big egos too. Not necessarily big egos on the Denver Broncos right now, but he knows what it's like to be able to uh, work with maybe guys like that, but also work with Great defensive players because a guy like Ray Lewis didn't have a big ego or Ed Reed, but they were great defensive players. They were able to buy in and and to his system and and be able to have success. So uh, definitely going to be interesting to see some of those moves, but we'll be covering all of that coming up this season. I mean, we got a lot to talk about. 
Uh, we'll definitely have the guys back on, Larry Sanderson, Chris Ramirez, Bill Jones. We'll have special guest Scott Alexander on as well. Uh, we'll be diving into everything, NFL, college football, and high school football coming up. We'll be talking about recruiting. We'll have some special shows on that. We'll also be talking about March Madness, too. We'll be talking about college basketball a little bit. I know that's coming up right around the corner. It's February 19th today, so uh, we're definitely narrowing down the conference uh, championship schedule as well and kind of looking at that, too, and going to see kind of the, the top teams in each conference and what we should expect for the big dance. So we'll be covering all of that and more. But if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, please go on the RL Football Report, the podcast covering all things football at all levels. We're anywhere where you listen to podcasts. We're available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and many more. So please like, please subscribe, comment to us what you'd like to see and more episodes coming up and all the future episodes and make sure to download the episodes as well. But thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to the RL Football Report. We'll see you next time.